Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on this second Sunday of Lent. This Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Daniel Marshall. And you can download the worship program for this Mass on your smartphone or other device at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. As we begin this liturgy, we invite you to rise and to join in singing our entrance hymn, number 799 in the St. Michael hymnal located in the pews, number 799, Tis Good Lord to Be Here. and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. Welcome, everybody, to America's Parish Church, St. Patrick's Cathedral, on this second 
Sunday of Lent. We're glad you're with us, as we are uh, those who unite with us in prayer and worship at home on the Catholic Faith Network and the Catholic Channel, Sirius XM 129, and our own live stream, that we might pray better, praise God better. We call to mind our sins, and we ask for mercy, the mercy that flowed from the cross of Christ. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us all to life everlasting. God, who have commanded, commanded us to listen to your beloved Son, be pleased, we pray, to nourish us inwardly by your holy word, that with spiritual sight made pure, we may rejoice to behold your glory through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord said to Abram, go forth from the land of your kinsfolk and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. All the communities of the earth shall find blessing in you. Abram went as the Lord directed him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
reading from the second letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. He saved us and called us to a holy life, not according to our works, but according to his own design and the grace bestowed on us in Christ Jesus before time began, but now made manifest through the appearance of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with them. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, <coughs> one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. 
listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise, and do not be afraid. And when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. And as they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, Do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome, welcome again, folks, to St. Patrick's Cathedral for Mass this second Sunday of Lent. You are really lucky today because I got a bit of a cold, so I'm not going to preach long, all right? I got, I kind of clogged up and coughing, and that darn incense doesn't help a bit, you know it? Not only that, I can't have a hot toddy because I gave the stuff up for Lent. Anyway, let me give it a whirl anyway. You know, uh, I have to go to a lot of wakes, a lot of funerals. Well, every priest, every deacon does. It's an important part of our ministry. One of the things I love, wakes are sad, but one of the things I always relish at a wake is that you'll have this display of pictures of the deceased in happy, glorious, joyful times. You'll have a picture, undoubtedly, of the deceased is a little baby on the day of christening, the day of baptism. Ah, maybe the deceased first day at school, first Holy Communion, confirmation. Probably graduating from high school, college, if they were lucky enough. Maybe in a uniform of service to our country. First job, marriage, kids. You know what I'm talking about. Great pictures of happiness, joy, glory. And That's good at a wake or a funeral because we're at a sad event of loss and we're reminded of the good, of the happy, of the joyful, of the glorious. Now, that's kind of, I think, what Jesus had in mind at his transfiguration. See, every year in Lent, on the second Sunday of Lent, every year, we have the gospel of the transfiguration. Remember, Jesus goes up to Mount Tabor, the Mount of Transfiguration with three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John. And there, all of a sudden, he is transfigured. He is radiant. He is glowing. He is sparkling. Moses and Elijah are there. Everything makes sense. It all comes together. Even God the Father from heaven says, this is my beloved son, listen to him. The apostles are saying, wow, now we get it. Uh, Now we know what this man is all about. It all makes sense. 
Uh, we're happy, we're joyful, we're victorious, we're glorious. The transfiguration. Now see, Jesus, shrewd teacher that he is, knew in the not too distant future, fellas, he's telling Peter, James, and John, in the not too distant future, I'm going to be on another mount. It's not going to be Mount Tabor. It's going to be Mount Calvary. And by the way, two of you three are going to run off after abandoning me. Only John and my mother are going to be at the foot of the cross. And by the way, even God the Father, who you just heard bellow out that I'm his beloved son, I'm going to cry out to him, my God, my God, why have you forsaken him? And he ain't going to answer. And at that sad time, it's going to be so dark. You just had light. You couldn't even look at it. It was so radiant. The earth is going to be crowded in darkness. The earth is going to tremor in spasms of grief at an earthquake. And at that time of sorrow and loss and distress and fear, I want you to remember this good time the transfiguration. My brothers and sisters, Jesus is shrewd. He learned from the best, his heavenly Father. And he knows that life is a mixture of good and bad, health and sickness, joy and sorrow, life and death. He knows, he knows life is a mixture of the transfigurations of Mount Tabor and the horror of the hill of Calvary. And what he's saying is, I'm there at both. I'm there at both. Don't abandon me. The Bible always tells us that the big temptation in life is in the good times, we figure we don't need God and we forget about him. In the bad times, we're cursing God, saying, where are you? And the Bible says he's there at both. The great you probably heard of that masterpiece, The Imitation of Christ, Middle Ages. Oh my, just chock full of wisdom. Thomas Merton, uh, excuse me, Thomas Akempis wrote it. He's got a beautiful line in there. God visits his beloved in two ways, in consolation and in desolation. All right, he's with us at both times. I don't know if you've ever heard of the great Vietnamese cardinal. I'm convinced he's going to be a saint one day, Cardinal Vantois. I had the honor of meeting him, Cardinal Vantois. He was imprisoned brutally by the uh, communists in his homeland of Vietnam for decades. And he told the story of down the hall was another cell where there were two young Vietnamese nuns who were also imprisoned. And they're, oh my, the cells were damp and dark and horrible and, and they had straw all over the floor. Well, anyway, Cardinal Vantois said the two sisters, he could just barely see him up the hall, <coughs> the two nuns, they decided that they began to take the straw and they began slowly and painstakingly to twirl and knit the straws together and make a little nativity set 
And even the guards were mesmerized by the work of the sisters and they would watch the sisters putting the straw. And on Christmas day, the sisters smiled and showed the guards their little crib made out of the straw. There Jesus in the crib, there his mother Mary next to him. Well, the sisters said, hey, that was pretty good. That gave us something constructive to do. So they began again after Christmas with the straw to construct the cross with Jesus on the cross and Mary at the foot of the cross, see? And on Good Friday, when the guards came in, the sisters showed them the cross, Jesus on the cross, Mary at the foot of the cross. And they said, well, do you still have that other one? And so they got the crib out of Christmas and they're holding them both before the guards. And the guards pointed at the baby and pointed at Jesus on the cross. And the guards said, same guy? And the sisters said, yes. The guards pointed at Mary at the crib and Mary at the foot of the cross and said, same woman? And the sisters said, yes. I believe in one God, the Father <coughs> of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. <coughs> for our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy, Cardinal Dolan, and for all bishops, priests, oh. deacons, religious, and those who guide us in faith, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those <laughs> suffering the effects of war, especially in the Ukraine. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer for our own parish community, that we may find blessings in all who come to us with a sincere desire to realize God's presence 
Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray especially for Daniel Marshall and for Father Patrick Curley. Yeah. That all, and, mm. and all of our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask the powerful intercession of Mary, our sorrowful mother there at the foot of the cross, of St. Joseph, her spouse, during this month of March dedicated to him, of St. Patrick, our patron, as we make these and all of our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Pray now, my friends, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. And we accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory May this holy sacrifice, O Lord, we pray, cleanse us of our faults and sanctify your faithful in mind, heart, and soul for the celebration of Easter through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Heavenly Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord, for after he had told his disciples of his coming death, on the holy mount of Tabor, he manifested to them his glory to show, even by the testimony of the law and the prophets, that the passion leads to the glory of the resurrection. And so with all the angels and saints of heaven, we worship you constantly here on earth. And before your majesty without end, we acclaim. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and bless until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy.
Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior Jesus Christ. Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace, I leave you. My peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
we invite you to join in singing our communion hymn, number 402 in the hymnal, number 402, Abide With Me. Let us pray. As we receive these, as we receive these glorious mysteries, we make thanksgiving to you, O Lord, for allowing us, while still here on earth, to be partakers even now of the things of heaven through Christ our Lord. I don't know where that was. There, thanks. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Through the intercession of our sorrowful Mother Mary at the foot of the cross, and Peter, James, and John, there with Jesus on the glory of Mount Tabor, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth. The Mass is ended. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, number 781 in the hymnal, 
Number 781, The Glory of These 40 Days.